Luke, the fourth chapter and the 18th verse. Glory be to God. Because I want everyone to know that because of the situation in the world right now, there are lots of security measures put in place and health safety measures put in place. Please, let's follow the rules that the government told us to follow. I want to encourage you. There's nothing like having an opportunity to worship together like this. Thank God it's no war. Thank God it's just a pandemic in terms of virus attack. I want to appreciate God for the privileges given to us that we can still gather together to worship. Let's be grateful. Let's obey the officials. Some of these officials came to church like you came to church. Don't frustrate them. The Lord is your strength in Jesus' name. Look the fourth chapter and the 18th verse. I want to read to you the Amplified Version. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to prick the good news, to the, to the good news, which is the gospel, to the poor. He has sent me, He has sent me, beg your pardon, to announce, release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Verse 19 says, To proclaim the accepted and the acceptable year of the Lord. What do you mean by that? The accepted and the acceptable year of the Lord. The year or the season or the dispensation. When salvation... And free favors of God. Profusely abound. So I know you're standing. The reason why Jesus came. Was to open the blind eyes. Pray the gospel to the poor. Set the captives free. And then to announce a new season. A season. Where God's salvation. And the free favors of God. Do not just come out. But profusely abound. Let me wave at your neighbor. Say, this is a season. Come on, I'm not enjoying you. Say, this is a season. When God's favor profusely is gushing out. Gushing out profusely. So where is your own? If it's actually true, where is your own? Jesus said, this is the reason why I came. To let you know. That this is a season. Where is salvation and his free favors profusely abounding towards people. Be seated. God bless you. Love you right back. <laughs> I thought COVID consumed that. <laughs> this is the season when salvation and favor of God profusely abound. When I want to teach sometimes, in fact many times, I have a talk with my children about it. Because I want to be able to teach and every class of men can understand what I'm talking about. I try to make it difficult and simple. I'm not trying to make a simple thing difficult. So the question after I told my son about favor, he was so enthused about it. In fact, I was shocked that I asked him, I said, is it that you've never heard about it? He said, not this way. So I began to tell him some personal testimonies. I say, I said to him, that's favor, that's favor. So the, one, the million dollar question was, Daddy, how can I activate the favor of God? And I said to him, 
because of this question you've asked, I'm going to run that series till you have no more question. Because I'm sure God is using you to ask the question. And I spent some time to share with you, if you watch the other services, some things to do to release or to activate favor. And I said in the broadcast when I was talking, that if you think, oh, I'm in the New Testament, we're already in favor. Where is that favor? Don't be a theoretical champion. Where is the favor? There's no doubt we've been called to favor. There's no doubt we're in the season of favor. The problem is how to release favor. So today, because of time, I'm just going to choose one point each. Psalm 5 and verse 11. Psalm 5 and verse 11. The Bible says, but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. All those who put their trust in you, let them rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Because number one, you defend them. Number two, let those also who love your name be joyful in you. So what are you talking about? You are talking about a phenomenon called favor. And they begin to talk about those who qualify for it. And they say, let them rejoice who put their trust in you. Number two, let them shout for joy because you defend them. And then let those also who love your name be joyful in you. Why? Verse 12. For the Lord will bless the righteous and with favor. He will surround him round about as with shield. But watch this. There is something that released. There is a correlation between the name and favor. Now there is something I am going to say right now that I pray you won't get wrong. But it is so funny to me. You cannot imagine how many houses I have in Guzapi. <laughs> I have more than 40 houses. By feet. And by the proclamation of men. What do I mean by that? I'm driving. Maybe I'm at the uh, petrol station there. Somebody walks up to me and says, Hey, um, Pastor Biono, um, somebody came to my house and said he was the one that built that house for you. I said, Really? Where's the house? Sometimes they take me there. I said, Wow, thank you, Lord. This is my house. And I've had the encounter more than 10 times. When people took me to houses I did not build. <laughs> Because somebody just wanted to drop my name. Somebody wanted to drop my name. We started seeing the people pack in front of our church. And I would call the security when I see them. I'm like, what are those people doing there? We found out that when people needed people to come around this place, they just tell them, drive to Koza and stand in front of the place. We will come and meet you. So I said, oh, we can leave them if that's the case. They use the name. Because there are some names you drop, some doors open. There are some names you drop, favor happen. Say, those who love that name, I am going to surround them with favor like a shield. And I will bless them. There is a correlation between the name of Jesus and favor in that kingdom. Jesus Christ went to the cross. And he obtained a name that is above every other name. That at that name every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess. In heaven, on the earth, under the ground, everywhere. Let me say something to you. 
The Holy Spirit is holy, is a spirit. What is his name? The devil is evil, is a spirit. The Holy Spirit is holy, is a spirit. What is the name you operate with? You couldn't pray in the name of the Holy Spirit. He's waiting like this for you to mention Jesus. The moment you mention Jesus, that is when he moves. You only have favor. He only raises a standard at the name of Jesus. The Bible says there is no name given under heaven to men by which they might be salvaged or rescued. That is beyond the name of Jesus. Now listen to me and listen close. Thank God for Jehovah's Sikino. Thank God I love those names. I just love the way they, they were Sikino sounds. Jehovah's Sikino. Jehovah <laughs> Mekedash. I love those names. I love Hebrew the way it sounds. Huh? Jehovah Gomola. Those are terrible, dangerous names to call. But those were names that men discovered as they walked with God. When God was everywhere. Huh? When God fought battles for Israel with that weapon, they discovered that wow, it's Sabaoth. He's a God of armies. He can fight for you without you lifting your finger. When they discovered that God was everywhere, they named him Shammah. That he could be everywhere. They discovered God as they walked with God. But the encapsulation of all those discoveries is the name Jesus. I tell you the truth, you don't need to start learning all those names. The overseeker, you know, they are fantastic. They give you revelation who God is, what God can do. But tell you the truth, there is no name under heaven by which men might be served that is higher than the name of Jesus. The Bible says angels, they hearken to the voice of his word. They move with the speed of lightning. They move, it says, are they not ministering spirits sent to help the hearers of salvation? What do they move with? What validates you? What he said he has given his angels charge concerning you. What do you need to say? What do you need to activate that makes them move? Listen to me. Some of us know that if things happen to us, if the whims and caprices of the enemy comes to pass and succeed in our lives, an angel will be fired in heaven. Because they've been given in charge means instruction concerning us. If you are not seeing the manifestation of the favor of the heavenly beings that are here, it is because you don't understand the code with which you ought to release for those things to come to pass. Who says hallelujah to that? Listen, you need to teach your children that early in life. You need to teach those who are around you. Yeah, it's good for them to depend on you. It's good for them to hide under your shadow. You know, I was driving to meet one of my mentors not too long ago. And I was driving to the outskirts of town. I began to look at trees. And I discovered that every tree stands alone. If you ever saw a tree under another tree, that tree will not be able to grow. Every tree needs to be exposed to the sun directly. And you need to train your children. It's good to pray for them. It's good that a pastor has a covering over you. But you need to understand that the name of Jesus in your mouth is powerful. When you call the name of Jesus, it's as if Jesus was standing there. It's the power of attorney. For you to, to stand in his stead and operate in his stead. There is no name. I don't care the name they call. Let them get the seven books of Moses and call the names of spirits and call some things down. At the name of Jesus, 
There is a kind of favor released to you that you receive what you don't deserve. Can somebody shout hallelujah? He received that name according to the book of Hebrews. He received it by inheritance. It wasn't something that somebody called from his head. The angel appeared to Mary and said, He shall be called Jesus. Why? He shall save his people. He shall save his people. Everything available to Christians on earth answers to the name of Jesus. The encapsulation of the name of Jesus, of all the names discovered in the Bible, is in the name of Jesus. In Acts chapter number 12, Acts chapter number 3 and verse 12, you remember the story, the first miracle recorded of Peter. Silver or gold I don't have, but what I have, what do you have, my brother? In this COVID situation, what do you have? Everybody's talking about their connection. What do you have? Peter said, what I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and work. A man that some months ago was shaking in front of a girl denying Jesus. Now he's filled with the Holy Ghost. Now he understands how to release favor. Because it takes favor for you to walk to a crippled man and tell him to jump up. A man that was crippled from birth. If you try it and God is not backing you up, you'll be disgraced. Get up! So in verse 12, people were looking at Peter like God. So Peter, when he saw it, he responded to the people. Men of Israel. And he asked the question, why do you marvel? Peter was not surprised. Why do you marvel at this? Or why do you look so intently at us? As though by our own power or our godliness. We had made this man walk. It was, a, it was an act of favor. Heaven responded to the word of a mere mortal man. Just because he mentioned the code given to him. Look at verse 16 everybody. In verse 16 I need to jump because of time. Bible says and his name. Through faith in his name. Had made this man strong. Whom you see and know. Yes. The faith that comes through him. Has given him a perfect soundness in the presence of you all. In his name. And faith in his name. Did you know that if you went to Argentina today. There are lots of people bearing Jesus. I went to London. And the hotel where we were at some point. The bell guy. The bell man. That took my luggage. I looked at the plaque on his chest. His name was Jesus. And people call his name and nothing happens. Apostle Peter said. His name and faith. In that name. Has made this guy whole. So it's possible. You are thinking. Why are you shouting over this name. Because I have called this name before nothing happened. Faith. In this name. Has made this man whole. You cannot even imagine the kind of favor you have access to. By dropping the name of Jesus. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. That is the favor quote. Philippians 2 and verse 9. Therefore God also. I wish I could read from 7. But we don't have time. Therefore God also has highly exalted him. And given him the name. Which is above Every other name. Listen. The moment they name the disease. It is under the name of Jesus. The name. The moment that thing has a name. 
I was so shocked to have watched Frida's testimony. I was happy to see her testimony. I didn't know they were going to bring it up today. When she told me her condition, and I prayed for her, the next day when I asked her, I said, so how do you feel? She said, Pastor, I feel worse. I laughed. I understand. But because I had faith in that name, I knew that symptoms are not reality. Listen to me. What the Lord saved her from is something that could have put her in maybe the next 10 years of her life in, in some situation. I believe that according to her wish, according to her desire, that God gave her new organs. And I wish I have time to share more testimonies with you. I, I see miracles every day. In fact, if your eyes can see the person on the stage right now, you're seeing a miracle. That name is powerful. The name of Jesus can enter where your feet can get to. The kind of favor. You don't need to be jumping from one prophet to another. I tell you without ambiguity, with no apologies. You don't need to be moving from one mountain to another. Anywhere you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, that place becomes Zion. That place becomes Zion. Because there's an agreement between the Father and the Son based on what He did. That anyone who calls your name, we will have no choice than to attend. You know what Jesus did? He rose up and He seated near the Father. So that if you are praying on earth, he said, he said, have you asked anything in my name? He said, in that day, tap your neighbor, say, this is the day. You shall ask the Father. You won't go. You will ask the Father in my name. And whatever you demand will be done to you. Jesus will just tap the Father and say, Father, this is one of the guys I prayed for. I see that you are not answering speedily. That's why he's right beside the Father. The Bible says, he forever liveth to make intercession. To stand in the gap. To, Father, that's, that's one of the people we, we, I, I paid for. Oh, in the second service, I'm going to share some things. I'm not asking you to stay though. You can watch it because we're going to stream it. Hallelujah, somebody. Look at that verse 9 again. Let me read verses 9 and 10 quickly, very quickly. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name. Listen, the moment that thing has a name, it can bow. Listen, even if it doesn't have a name, give it a name. If you be with me in ballistic prayers, you see me giving things names. Goliath of your father's house. That's what I name it. Whatever Adam called anything, nobody argued with it. That's what I name it. That thing swallowing everybody in your family, I name it Goliath. That thing boasting that nobody's head will be lifted in your family. I name it Goliath. And as Goliath fell flat before David without a sword. The name of Jesus. Go and read about David and Goliath. You will see that David said, You have come to me with clubs and all that. He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. That guy had a revelation. In the name of the Lord. And the first stone brought him down. In the name of Jesus. As your amen will be loud today. The crack on the head of your Goliath will be exposed to your prayer. No matter how fortified, no matter how much it's been busted, no matter how much they've busted and nobody's head will be lifted in your family, I command them to fall flat. 
Can I have a sevenfold amen this morning? In that Philippians chapter number 2, if you read verse 10 quickly, it says that at the name of Jesus, every kneel should bow. Not at my thought, not as my wish, not at my shout, at the name of those in heaven, of those on the earth, even those under the earth. Where will they go and do the bundu bundu? Where? Where will the demons hide? Where are they coming from? Oh yeah, yeah, we are of the power of the air. We are of the sea. We are, at the name of Jesus, they have to bow. He's the head of principalities and powers. They have to bow. That's why you see cults still mention Jesus. You see cults. He's the head of principalities. There is no cult. There is no, nothing. They must acknowledge Jesus. They must. So you are by, bypass all the elemental stuff, all those books, the ties, all those nonsense. You, you bypass them. And you are far above. Tap your neighbor say, I'm not just above, I'm far above. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please help me to move fast because I must get somewhere. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18 and verse 10. The name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. One version says a high tower. A fortified tower. The righteous does what? Runs into it. And they are saved. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. Who wrote this proverb? Solomon. Who must have told him? David. No wonder. He ran towards Goliath. He charged towards him. I come to you in the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Everything you've been running from. After the service. You will enter it in the name of the Lord. Is a tower. Is an impregnable citadel. Is a covering. The moment that Jesus something covers you. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. That's what. That's what he died for. That's what his blood purchased. That was why he was quiet on the cross. That was why he went through the pain. But in his name and faith in his name. You know, I was in a particular place with my family and then they went away for a while. That place before we got there, the people that ran the building that fixed the elevator had told us about the elevator. This elevator is this. It's from Hong Kong. If it uh, closes, it just goes to the next floor and opens. I'm like, this elevator is not glass. This is Nigeria. I don't want problem. No, they showed us the... Uh, UPS that comes with it, everything. I was alone in an entire building. An entire building. I just entered the lift. I just heard, bah! everywhere went dark. So I just thought, oh yeah, they said it's going to. So I pressed the button. I thought it was a joke. Two minutes, three minutes. By the fifth minute, the devil started telling me of sorts. You're finished. <laughs> I'm telling you a true story. I'm telling you what traumatized me. You're laughing. You are finished. I'm thinking, is this the way I'm going to die? I was thinking about my kids. Thinking about everybody. So, oh, I remember I had a phone. So I wanted to call someone to please try to come there. 
just tell somebody so I don't just die here. It's not just that the, 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 the lift was stuck and the fan was working. I said it went black. I was like I was in a coffin. It was like I was in a coffin. I forgot that I was a pastor. I forgot all the scriptures I had. I was like, what is going on here? I was so confused. I was like, what, what am I going to do? So I'm not going to see my wife again. I'm not going to see what is going on. So I tried to call. There was no network. Because the thing hung between the floors. No network. It was getting to like seven minutes. I was started, I was, I was, I was, I was beginning to sweat. You know what happened? I just didn't know what to say. I said, Jesus, 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 save me. Jesus, save me. Jesus, save. The more I was praying with all my strength, the more I was sweating. And the guy managing the, the, the facility, somehow, just walked into the building. From nowhere. And while I was there, the Holy Spirit told me to try the phone again. I just called him. Hello? Hello? He couldn't hear me. I started shouting, I'm in the lift, I'm in the lift. And because he was around, you know what happened? You know the beautiful thing? God brought the guys that managed the lift the next street to that street. So I was like, listen, open this thing now. And they said, oh, I, they are just around. And they came. And you know what shocked me? By the time they tried to open it, I was hearing them. They were confused. Like, ah, this should never happen. This should never have happened. And you know what happened? By the time they were able to get a handle of it, the thing just moved. Boom! To another place. And I saw that they ran to another floor. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> now, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. When the thing opened, I didn't walk out like this. I didn't walk out like Jesus came out of the grave. <laughs> when it opened, I came out and I tell you the truth. I understood the power in the name of Jesus. Listen guys, the reason I'm here this morning was Jesus. Nothing else. He arranged everything. If not the heart of everyone that needed to be there to make it happen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You know somebody was, somebody was um, in an aircraft in America and had it crash, the crash landed and the aircraft caught fire and broke into two every other person was you know panicking there's this guy he just didn't know what to say he said Jesus as he said Jesus, he just saw a hole in the aircraft, he looked at the size and said there is no way I can pass through here so he jumped up on the seat and said Jesus, you know all he saw was he saw his body over the aircraft. The next time he shouted Jesus, he saw himself on the wing of the aircraft. As big as it was, he didn't know how he jumped. As he jumped and ran, the plane exploded. He was the only person 
sit in that place. Jesus is the code that releases favor. He's the code that releases favor. And you see, as I'm speaking right now, I'm encouraging you to distinguish yourself from every other person. Why did you leave your home to be in church today? Why do you love God this much? If, you're, if you were destined to experience what every other person experiences. In Micah chapter number 4 and verse 5, quickly. Micah 4 and verse 5. Glory be to God. Micah chapter number 4 and verse 5. I wanted to read that scripture. Everybody ready? Read. For all people, listen guys, we may work in the same office, we may, we may be colleagues, we may be friends, we may be cousins. Everybody walk each in the name of his God. So I can't be scared of what you are scared of. I can't be worried about the things you are worried about. Everybody walks in the name of his God. But we... We walk in the name of our Lord, our God. How long? Forever and ever. His banner over us is love. He has kept us in his name. There's a seal upon you. And I tell you the truth, there is no way you would ever remain the same. Glory be to God. I've told this story before. I want to just tell you the story as a round off. A man took a, a bus somewhere from the island... They were going to Korodu in Lagos. The man was like a deacon in his church. Very spiritual man. Very. That's why. Don't just be a member of a church. Don't say because I'm not a pastor. I'm not going to pray. Be loaded. Be, be planted. He was in the bus. And there was a small change argument between the conductor and a certain man. So the conductor abused the man. The man said, eh, okay, when we get to Korodu, I will show you who I am. So when they go to Korodu, the man puts his hand in his traditional clothes and brought out a horn with a red cloth on it. Removed the word, horn, put it in his mouth, charged the thing, charged with incantation. And told the boy, remove your clothes. The boy removed his clothes. Oh, you know Lagos, everybody gathered immediately. He charged and charged and charged, remove your trousers. He charged and charged, he said, remove your pants. The boy became naked. Everybody was begging this man. So the deacon watched them. He looked at him and said, Sir, this is not right. I don't like this. And looked at the boy, called him. And said, put, up, put, put, put on your clothes. But the man said, did I talk to you? Did I call your name? For putting your mouth in this situation, you are in trouble. He looked at them. Charge and charge and that said, remove your clothes. The man said, I will not remove my clothes in the name of Jesus. He charged and charged and charged. He said, remove your clothes. Remove your, your. He said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I will not remove my pants. Ah! The man was disgraced. And he turned to the boy, saying, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, put on your clothes, laid hands on him. Do you know that today? I'm telling you a true story under God. That man that brought out the horn is a pastor in the church of my mentor today. Because he saw power at another level. Guess who displayed the power? A deacon in a church. The name of the Lord 
is stronger than you thought. Psalm 118 is what I want to close with. Psalm 118. We're going to read from verse 1 to 19 or so. But quickly, let's read it together. Psalm 118. He said, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endures. So we're talking about mercy. And when we're talking about mercy, we're talking about favor. Next verse. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Verse 3. Let the house of Aaron, in other words, let the pastors, the house of pastors, say his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in my distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. For the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? For the Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Stop. Some of you, you are so full of, oh, I know this person, the government. I'm not saying it's not. When God wants to favor you, he uses men. But don't ever replace your resource and call them your source. All nations surround me. Yay! They surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Next verse. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I'm not enjoying you. Verse 13. They surrounded me like bees. But they were quenched like fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. What will make you destroy people that surround you, nations? What strength do you have? The name of the Lord. Lift your right hand to the heavens. Say, Father, thank you for the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, I'm not enjoying you. Say, Father, thank you for the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Pray in tongues. 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 You can sit down if you want, but make sure you are praying. Pray in tongues. I told you to lift up one hand. Always follow instruction. You are going to do something with that hand very soon. Come on, come on, come on. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Lift on that hand comfortably. I can't, I can't feel you yet. Is somebody still lifting up that hand? Come on, somebody. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lay that hand on your chest for me, please. Don't say anything. But I want to announce to you that there are people that are in this place, you've been on a spot for too long. As that hand is laid on you, I command every stagnation to scatter in front of you. In the name of Jesus. There's somebody that is watching or is here. There's rottenness from your inside. 
You can smell it. That you are dying while you are breathing. But in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Right where you are. In the name of Jesus. I stop that process in the name of Jesus. Can I receive a receiving amen somebody? There's one other person that has unexplainable itches all over your body. You don't know why it happens that way. You've been bothered. And sometimes I see some things come out like goose pimples under your skin. You sure know that there's an, impuri- there's an impurity in your blood or something. But right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, the last time you saw it is the last time you will ever see it. There are people that move around with evil cloud over them. Evil cloud over them. They know it. You're always depressed. You're always down. You hear voices in your heart that that disvalue you all the time. Today I command every strange voice to be silenced in your life. You are going to say after me, say in the name of Jesus. That's not everybody. Say in the name of Jesus. Say every implantation of hell in my body disappear. Pray the prayer in the name of Jesus. Disappear. Whether it is evil marks, whether it is sickness, whether it is the mark of disfavor, whatever it is in this body, disappear now. In the name of Jesus. Enter into newness. In Jesus. Precious name we prayed. I pray for you that in the name of the Lord Jesus, the resurrected Lord, you enter into newness. The old has stopped, the new has started. Is the year that salvation and God's favor profusely is available. Enjoy your own. Enjoy your own. Enjoy your own. Socially be. The climate over you is different. It's a new day for you. In Jesus' name.